What's this thing do? It's a pop filter. So you don't, it's usually if you take off the uh, bigger filter, and then that's for when you say things like peas, they don't like. What's wrong with that? They sound bad. People don't like it. Apparently. I don't remember if we had them at the radio station or not. So is this the same microphone that you have? I think it is. I just took my pop filter off. No. See? I'm going to wrap the thing around. Okay, man, I'm ready. Happy veteran. Well, we already started. Or we already started recording. Happy Veterans Happy Day. Happy Veterans Day. Oh, so bad. Did you get your free Applebee's meal or whatever? Applebee's, Chili's, Texas Roadhouse. Is that, are, those, are those the not sponsored by, not sponsoring us? Are, the, uh, are those the ones that do the free? I feel like it's it's never Smith and Olinsky's free meal or... You know, something else like that. It's rarely the halal shop. Well, it's usually chains. I don't know, man. Did you? I, I, I tend not to go out and get any of that stuff. I get none of it. Zero. Uh, zero. In fact, a friend of mine said, hey, there's 10% off at Target. Yeah. I was like, all right. Well, <clears throat> I need to go to Target anyway. So I went to Target and I forgot about it. <laughs> so... Well, I clearly wasn't thinking about it. They still got your business. They still True. still worked. I need. I mean, they had what I needed anyway. So, uh, uh, well, it's. I feel like it's a small subset of people who take advantage of that. Yeah, I mean, the only way I would do it is if I'm going to go all out, almost as a like social experiment. You know, it's like, hey, we're going to hit every restaurant today. That was a Terminal Lance comic. Did you ever read Terminal Lance? Yeah. There was yeah, it's a marine that writes a comic, and he's he's like, "All right, boys, it's Veterans Day, get ready." And then it shows one of those like, "I demand my free molten <laughs> lava <laughs> brownie cheesecake factory." What's the uh, the hotel that does the free cookies? Is that the Double Tree? Oh, that's a good question. I, I just so. know someone who was really into those hotel cookies and that that's what they give out for free on veterans day. So they, they go to all these hotels to get that free it's cookie. So bad. <laughs> that's so bad. Uh, We're doing the cookie run today. 4,000 cookies a, later. It's an activity. I suppose it feels a little vulgar, frankly, but you know, what are you going to do? Yeah, I mean, the whole thing is. Yeah, it's, it's a little, I mean, I appreciate it, certainly, in some sense, but I guess it's just kind of odd that we'd have to single it out. I mean, it seems like it started after Vietnam. Yeah. When it was hard, like, not that many people knew folks who were in the yeah, military. I guess the thing is, is uh, you know, as... We have separated Memorial and Veterans Day. Uh, I don't think that's fairly common. I mean, one, it's it's not common in most countries to to celebrate veterans in the same way, right? Especially with like the commercial aspect of discounts and. But I mean, I mean like imagine tradition. like free Texas Roadhouse or Chili's on Memorial Day. Yeah, that'd it, be weird. It seems that's like another layer that's been removed and like, what's going on right now? <laughs> yeah. Well, but I mean, you certainly get it. Happy Memorial Day. Like this is these people. Like you've confused these two holidays. Yeah. I don't know what are. you say. I mean, I, I, I mean, one, you're not really going Correct around. them. I'm saying you're not really going around saying like, happy Memorial Day. Some people do. That's the thing. It's like people who don't necessarily know. I mean, I can't blame them necessarily. And what do you get? I mean, you're right. And just say, hey, thanks. Really, what this is about is all my friends who are dead. I mean, like, you don't want to put yeah. that on. But I, I guess what the alternative I found is if people want to, 
like have a thoughtful have a thoughtful memorial day no i mean what we're, we're talking about the people who can't differentiate not the people who like understand what it is you know yeah i just scream back never forget just uh, just pull your pants down and you have your american flag boxers hmm. america. i did so for veterans day i did go to the vfw the local oh really the foreign wars i'd be interested to hear about that the overwhelming sentiment i get from vfws are i don't know where they got the reputation but vfw american legion and then i guess the is it lions or one of the they feel like ah. they feel like i'm gonna walk into like a time machine <laughs> that smells like mothballs and formaldehyde and yeah listen, i mean i think that the two big stories. veteran organizations i don't know if you'd call them fraternal vsos um right veteran service organizations is that what you'd say yeah i think so because they're like federally federally classified is that um i think i thought it was pretty much limited to the american legion and vfw no, I think it. I think that is. I think there's those. Well, those are the two, and then there's the Iraq. I mean, of course, IAVA. there's a bunch. Yeah, there's I mean, like Iraq and Amer- Afghanistan veterans. Well, I joined that back in like 2000. And yeah, thir- 12, 13, something like that, and it was annoying hmm. at best, I suppose. Anyway, so you went to the VFW. Yeah, so I mean, I was a. I used to go to the one in Oklahoma. Um, so this is the first time I went to the one here in, in Charlottesville, Virginia. The uh, yeah, I mean, I, I guess the other thing too is like these VFWs exist yeah. one as the as the organization itself. You know, members who are involved, who come to meetings, who vote. Yep. Uh, and then there's the the bar, the canteen. Right. And and they're kind of they they exist almost, almost separately, independ- like yeah, independently. I mean, there's people that go to the bar every day and drink who would never go to a meeting and vote on anything. Well, and it's not, well, but it, it also includes all the like service stuff. So for example, VFW was the group that took all of my medical records and prepared my VA oh. submission. And like they did a hundred percent of it. All I had to do was the record request. Yeah, yeah. And then I brought it to them. Then they filled all the paperwork out based on my medical his- history and then I just handed it back to the medical people and then they schedule all appointments and stuff. So that was like the, that was huge. That was great. And then they, I guess they lobby, they do all the lobbying at the, yeah, at the hill. So, I mean, these are good organizations. It's just the, the particulars of the bar seem to be <laughs> where, where they, where their reputation lies. Yeah. You know, it's, I, I met the quartermaster and then the, the post commander. Um, both were actually f- like one was in his thirties, one was in his twenties. Um, and, but they're the outlier, right? The, the members yeah. are much older and, and that's why, I mean, they're not just the youngest members they're like the youngest, you know, commanders or people to hold these positions ever. Right. Um, yeah, it's interesting. I, I don't know. I guess I don't have a lot of experience in the VSW other than Oklahoma and then here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're just the the membership pool has just dwindled. You know, people have aged and people have passed away. But I have found, like, I mean, tonight, it's like I go to a VFW. The only people that talked to us mm-hmm. were the few others that were similar to us, and they're brand new to the organization. They happen to show up tonight, oh. and then the young commander, commander or people holding these titles who like that's part of their job is to outreach right um but they're also within our peer group and really it falls into this post 9-11 veteran right. period of service you know like the the one the one dude you know he he deployed you know the first the first wave into iraq so 2003 yep. right. five um and i don't know i'm curious like i've my, my experience 
and going to the into these places is it, normally you, you would expect, hey, I'm going into and it's like young blood. You know, they're gonna come like welcome. People you are gonna in. come talk to us. Yeah, they're gonna want to know yeah. our stories. They want to tell their stories. But I don't get that. Like, there's almost a just like we don't want to meet the new people or that's necessarily. That's that's exactly the vibe that I think everybody expects. It's so the they st- whole, like old guard themselves. Yeah, I mean, it's like you basically there's a division within this organization that needs to do that outreach. Like it's just, I wonder if they got burned at the, in the past or something like the desert storm folks. Well, I, I, I don't know if there's just a, there's a big disconnect or not disconnect, but like a, a big gulf between gulf. two veterans populations, right? There's Where, a gulf between it, between the, the Vietnam veterans and the Iraq veterans, the Gulf war. Yeah. Yeah. Good joke. Yeah, no, it's weird. I think, I mean, still, I, it seems like I think probably probably because the country is way different. It's a completely different type of yeah. person who signed up. I mean, Vietnam vets, a good proportion were conscripted, yeah. right? And so they have a completely different perspective than our generation, who largely was like middle class and joined. And I think that's one of the other misconceptions, or is it a misperception? Anyway. Yeah, and I guess any fraternal organization, you know, just on my street here, there's Freemasons, there's Odd Fellows, there's an Elk what Club. Is. What's Odd I mean, Fellows? Yeah, it's just another fraternal organization that. I mean, my sponsor mom was like a big into the Elks, and I it was funny. So when I was there in Colorado, she has all these Elks Club magazines in the bathroom, going back years. Yeah. And so you know, you go to the bathroom and you read the Elks Club magazine man it's just <laughs> they, they do good stuff and it's like clearly that they're like giving back to the community and like it's very positive but it it looks very lawrence welk if that makes sense what do you mean it's like this just just old i can like smell the houses from <laughs> i just you know what i mean it's like there's this stale potpourri that just comes from the pictures. I don't know. It's very odd. And yeah. zero diversity um, in any spectrum. I don't know. But you ever read Bowling Alone? Yeah, yeah. The as it's funny because I was gonna mention the whole like uh, recession of organizations, right? And that was I was talking to somebody recently about that, and you know. It's there was it's been 20 years now, yeah. That these I don't know what you call them, they're just like private groups or organizations that people used to ha- be part of, they just like don't exist. And so, I'm always asking, all right, well, there's more people now, so you'd think, like, just given the population, there'd be more overall members of these types of things, but there's not, it's the opposite. So, yeah. what are these people doing? I guess it's Netflix. Well, I mean, part of his, and I, I, I don't remember if the book necessarily had to do with anything with the internet, but I mean, the part, uh, the main part was in-person social interactions, right? right? So it was these civic clubs, social clubs, fraternal organizations. And I mean, you could say, well, this book probably came out 2000. Early 2000s. Yeah. Because it was right, uh, wasn't it right before the Bowling for Columbine came out? And that was, yeah. I remember I, I got those two conflated. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. like, wait a minute, is this talking about the same thing? No. But yeah, I, it, it came out a while ago. I mean, in some ways it's a, I mean, it really ushered in, it's like millennials, right? Like whatever our, our, our demographic, but it's like, they're, there isn't a need or a reliance on these organizations in the same way that in the past you may have needed it to network, right? Like you got LinkedIn, yeah. you got the internet, oh, you got Jesus. like LinkedIn. Yeah. That's a, that's a good replacement. I still think we need it. We just aren't good at oh, doing yeah. it. Oh yeah. I mean, that's, that's the point of it, the book, it's yeah. not just, it's not just, you know, professional connections on, on LinkedIn, but yeah. it's, it's social interactions, conversations, it still happens, but I feel like there's very few outlets that aren't directed towards some kind of outcome. 
Yeah. Like, like, so you talk about elks, like elks have like a mission to do like public service. Like that's good. Yeah. I mean, that's what the point of these social clubs. I mean, it's supposed to, yeah. it's like the most local form of civic. Right. But you don't, but the stuff you see now, it's like in the tech meetups or like the, the, um, what is it like meetup.com? Yeah. It's about always different money. meetups. It's either about yeah, making well, like money. Half of those are like technical, or, like I'm going to come pitch my thing. Yeah, exactly. But there, I mean, I think, I'm trying to think of ones. I'm trying to think if I've been to any that are just for that. I can't actually think of any. I guess I'm just as bad. I'm just as bad at going to these because you have to seek that stuff out, or like you go because your parents went or your uncle went, or yeah. I mean, I guess it's just a host of factors. Actually, that would, that's probably what it would be: is that people moved away and stayed away more, starting in like the '90s, mm. '80s and '90s, I guess. And so you didn't have the local, like you didn't have a tie to the local group, which you think would be odd, right? Because if you move to a new place, it seems like it'd be easier to integrate if you go to like some kind of local service thing, or maybe people are just doing it at their churches. I don't know. That's always been part of it. Yes, church. Um. Yeah, I mean, it seemed to do okay. Years back, I tried to, I took the kids and we went to volunteer at like, um, you know, like soup kitchen type of thing. And those are pretty good. But it's always the same folks. I mean, it's, I say it's the same type of people. It's not the people that would have otherwise been, you know, part of these volunteer groups, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's like folks who that's what they do. It's like, we volunteer. That's like part of our identity, mm-hmm. which is great. It's just a very small population. Yeah, I think I was telling you because I volunteer at the... Why? habitat restore oh that's right at the restore um and and you know the the majority of people that volunteer are either retired uh or in college or like looking to go to college you know you get some kind of like resume yeah exactly resume padding um or there's in this case there's just a lot of i i guess there's a lot of individuals who are doing court-ordered community service yeah so I mean, any way you get there, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that is that is part of that's the idea. Uh, Community service, right? Yeah, generally people are like, it's like, so why are you here? Are you? <laughs> yeah, they ask you, like, what did you do? <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't do anything. But you can tell for a lot of people, I mean, it's, again, it's a, it's a form of social interaction and people coming together and, um, it's nice, and, and I mean, it's it's, it's kind of hard to find outlets like that, uh, unless you're already like ingrained in that's, the community. Exactly. That's, so, for the people who do volunteer stuff, it's easy for them to find volunteer stuff because they know where to look. But for folks who, I mean, there's a ton of resources out there, so I think it's a cop out. Like you can just show up at uh, at a Salvation Army or whatever and start working. Hmm. But I don't know. I think honestly, if I, I'm trying to think of the people I know that don't, it's probably or haven't that I'm aware of. They're probably either distracted, like with work and kids and everything. And then there's the, because I mean, you don't have kids. So that's, that's helpful that I know of, yes. or that you know of. Yeah, I mean, when you don't have a family, that's oh, dominates yeah. most of your time. Huh, so like one of the takeaways, or maybe the main takeaway of that bowling alone was the idea that technology is individualizing your, you know, one's leisure time via television and the internet. <laughs> there, there you go. Yeah, exactly. Quote, virtual reality helmets oh my God. that we all just put on and disappear. That's hilarious. What what year would it come out? Well, looking it up, the, the book came out in 2000, but it, it was based on an earlier article in the 90s. I love this like virtual reality crap. Like, but, I mean, was, to be honest, like a lot of people are like, they have a lot of social interaction they never would have had before. Oh, 100% on Discord or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And these communities of people that would have never otherwise connected. Um well, there's just like, a, I mean, and this is kind of a broader like epidemic of loneliness thing. 
mm. across the uh, I guess world. But think of all the other kins that wouldn't have found each other. Other kins. <laughs> what I've heard that term. What does it mean? Um, I don't know what the like, how you define it. Other Are than these like it, furries. Well, no, no. But I mean, it's the idea that like people like truly internally feel they are are something other so it's not necessarily like helicopter like a binary or even gendered i mean it's you get you get the extremes the jokes and i always think of like the one online where it's you know pansexual dragon right i must i identify as attack helicopter or that yeah i think it's usually something that's alive at least like an animal or a fictional (laughs) I don't know how seriously to take that stuff. I mean, is your contention that that's a true, like it's a true feeling yeah. or that it's some kind of manifestation of like a, I would like to be a, you know what I'm saying? The difference. Maybe, maybe, but people can come together and I mean, anytime, yeah. even fan fiction, right. Or people. Oh like, God. Yeah. But that is like, that's the furries. They, I'm a dog or whatever. Maybe furries is, I mean, people in real life. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I'm not part of that subculture. I don't, here's the thing. I don't know if I would know anybody that is. Although they seem to be pretty loud and proud with that stuff. You would think. But surprisingly, I have just so much envy, frankly. I have, I'm just envious of these people who are just like loud with their freak, like fly their freak flag for like anything, which I would just be mortified. And maybe you should sign up for a cruise, a furry cruise when they start again. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, I'm definitely not into that, but there's any number of things that I see people that are like, you know what I mean? They're really out there with whatever it is. Mm hmm. Like they're in, like they're all tied up or whatever. They got leather on or, you know, or they're walking around. And you're like, man, you really know who you are. Like you are so confident. You're so confident in whatever this one particular thing is. You, you got to go to the Folsom Street Fair yeah, in San true. Francisco. Didn't you go a couple years? Uh, I've been when I lived there. Yeah, um, when you were there. Yeah, I mean, that very much is a, I mean, obviously well, you have a community coming together. To yeah. like one celebrate, demonstrate. Sure. Uh, and then the public who's just there to observe. I mean, some people are there to learn, some people are there to just like gawk. I mean, some people sure. uh, are just interested in any like I mean it is surprising that people bring like all their kids to it, but maybe that's just me being old yeah. and less woke than I'm supposed to be or something. I mean, I thought they did a good job of I mean it's definitely separated. It's not like you just wander into this thing. I mean, you would have like to signs up and stuff like you will see penises. You would have to enter the the closed off area and then choose to walk like, you know, a quarter block. Uh, I mean, a, a decent amount. You don't happen quarter. upon it. Yeah. I mean, it's not like you turn a corner. Yeah. You're just walking down the street. And you're leaving and... Toys R Us and there's a. Well, but even still, I'm just saying it's just interesting because it's very explicit. From oh, the videos yeah. I've I mean, seen, it is. There really are no rules. Um, like laws don't apply. No, there's not rules. I mean, obviously, there's like like no public obscenity the rules. He has so many rules, you know, based on consent and. Yeah, yeah, um, but I'm just saying, like, if you were to do that in a normal day yeah. on that street, oh yeah, 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 you'd be somebody call the cops or something. Maybe because I mean, it is it is more than just nudity, but I found it weird that. People that are there just to kind of watch or observe or even kind of, you know, I said gawk. The phones. So the number of people that are filming. Just videoing, yeah. And I just, uh, I mean, I guess you know that people are going to film you and, and maybe that's even part yeah. of the experience or rush for kind you. titillating. But I don't know. Like There was some stuff that was like, it just kind of, I don't know. I mean, again, people. You, that's you what I'm saying. Age, but that's exactly that. my point. Is like, you you have to be really comfortable with stuff that is out of the norm to be public about, right? And I'm not saying anybody yeah. shouldn't 
feel that way or that it's wrong or whatever. It's just, I don't, I don't, I don't uh, relate. I mean, the other thing is you would not be able to, like, I don't wave any flag of anything. And I don't think you do either. So it's interesting to me when people like make something in particular, their identity. You know what I mean? And I, I'm sure an angle of that is when you have a majority minority identity in some sense. Right. So it's like, maybe not majority, but like, it's like the dominant, right? There's a dominant culture, dominant identity. You don't need to fly a flag because it's just, it's somewhat the yeah, but I don't have. I it's mean, I've got normal, minority just, positions, but I don't. That's not. That's not who I am. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I, I guess when you say flag, I'm just thinking of like identities or. Uh, I mean, like in the metaphor. Well, even like the Trump people flying flags and like wearing oh, yeah. these hats and shit. It's like you've stick. Like your identity is this dude. That's yeah. Equally as I mean, and then they'll complain about like all these gay people are waving the flags like for their and they're just making this one thing there didn't like yeah you're doing the same thing there stud so yeah but i mean on any side blue lives matter or or like whatever i mean it's it's again no judgment i just don't understand it right but i think everybody wants to feel back to the whole being part of a group thing i mean i think that's what it is right it's they don't i guess the vfw has parades yeah, I'm sure for like social. We see like the little uh, Mason, Freemason thing. Like Masons do it. Like I've met, remember Josh Scoggin? He's a Mason now. Oh, yeah. Or he was a Mason a long time ago. But, you know, people that are Masons, like that's their identity. Or like even like even classmates of ours. Like, oh yeah, Falcon football. Bah. Yeah, it's like go crazy. Yeah, but I mean, I, then at some level, like your identity is nothing but that type of stuff, right? Like that's just. But it's an yeah. amalgam of like, it should be. I guess maybe the point like, is un- like, unless you're just like a boring two-dimensional person, like you need to have, like you have to latch on to. I think it's the opposite. I think like the boring people are the ones that are the loudest with their one thing. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, but. I mean, you're, you're, there's a mix of stuff in the sense of like, right? Like, whether it's a, a hobby identity, uh, right. an everyday, like, who am I? What do I do? Or like, you know, there's social causes and reform and things. Well, I think the worst one is like the sports teams ones. The people well, who sports like, seems the simplest. It is the, the absolutely the simplest thing, simple. right? It's like their identity why, is the Patriots or the, I guess, what is it? The Redskins or what are they now? The Washington Sports um, Club or something? I think it's just the, the Washington, Washington football I don't think team. Name them. Whatever. But I'm just saying, like Eagles or the, whatever. And they have the, they, they've got the tattoos and there's the stickers on their cars. And like, yeah, that's, that's like who they are. If the, if the team does poorly, yeah, they have an emotional breakdown. Worse, the team does well. And they, I mean, this is like a Bill Burr joke. It's like, we won. Like, you didn't do shit. Yeah. <laughs> you just sat there. So anyway. But I mean, again, it's about, it, it brings people together. To hate you, other people. You know, it's like I went to the VFW and you got guys in there like, you know, I was, mar- I'm a Marine. Right. And, you know, but like, there's layers, right? It's like, well, you're also just a veteran, you know, Air Force right. or whatever it is. And we have that bond. Um, yeah. But then it's like. Oh, you're a vet? Yeah, me too. What'd you do? Oh, I was in the Marines. Oh, me too. I was a Marine. I was a mortarman. Like, no shit. I was a mortarman too. Oh, did you serve with Johnson? Hell yeah. So now, like, there you go. You just got it. You got, you're all the way deep. Yeah. Whatever it is. I mean, people are always looking for similarities. That's why it's like, you know, if I'm, I grew up in California and a particular city and right. I walk past, a thousand people every day. I don't stop each one. And I'm like, you're from here. Um, <laughs> yeah, and exactly. I'm, I'm living in Florida or, you know, I'm walking down DC and it happens like, Oh, Hey, like you're wearing Orange a hat County or shirt or something. Like, oh, you're from Santa yeah. Ana. I know. Like, Isn't that oh, funny? Wow. It's hilarious. Like, 
you're going to have like a surface level yeah. recognition. And, but again, it's like, that that's, that's good. That's it's normal, just a human. Right? Yeah. It's just a human thing. Right. Like it's we're always, tri- it's just a tribal thing. Yeah. We're looking for similarities and differences all the time. Um, so, yeah, no, it's, I mean, look, it's true. It's just like, it's just an interesting like set of things. Right. Which is people constantly looking for them. There's a lack of these like organized versions of it. And then it gets, you know, testy when yeah. things get silly like like now but yeah i mean if if politics is your substitute or replacement for these types of like civic engagement and like yeah involvement then then it's just sports i would much rather somebody be a houston oilers fanatic than like some kind <laughs> of like then you know one of these others is then the political side crap. What, like QAnon? Hey, don't talk bad about Q. Did they? Did they like out who it was recently? Uh, yeah, or some was, dude like? It was a few weeks ago, and it was someone. I mean, I don't know enough about it to really like care. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I thought they like, with some level of confidence, had identified. It's At just some like random writer player. dude, right? But somebody who had like a, they were like running a website and they just like just shut it down. And so yeah. like all these posts stopped or something. It's so goofy. Have you gotten onto a uh, parlor yet? I actually looked into it because my, a friend of mine, he posted on, uh, so I do my weekly Facebook look. Yeah. And he's like, uh, find me at this name on Parlor. I was like, uh-huh. what the hell's Parlor? So I went and I looked it up. It just looks like a shitty social network. I don't know. I mean, the only reason it's in the news right now is because there was just a... And again, I I don't know how accurate it is, but at least it's accurate in the sense there are a number of people who have joined Parlor exclusively to promote Donald Trump. Right. So, well, the re- most recent thing I read was they're banning people or censoring. Well, like, they feel they feel banned or they feel censored on. No, no, no. I'm saying on Parlor, like the people who join on there. Parlor. Yeah. So I, but the second thing I, I read was it was people who were coming there to say stuff to get banned so that they could <laughs> like make it a story. Uh, it's because only really stuff I had seen was you know, cherry picked in some way, but it was people posting stuff on TikTok of like, look at this craziness. <laughs> like, look, check out this site. I mean, is it just a circle jerk of Trump people? Uh, I mean, it's people. I mean, I guess you have the the individuals who are, you know, calling for re- recounts and yeah. a redo or. Is the Civil War people we were talking about last week? Yeah, I don't. But again, that's, that's. I don't know when it's part of your identity. It's and at, I mean, at some level, obviously, like politics should be part of your identity. I. I yeah, I mean, I lawmaking think, I, and like statesmanship should. And I, I yeah, I mean, I think like legislation and and you know rights and what government yeah, does exactly that that affects you and. And I'm not saying you have to like live it and breathe it every day, but I mean, obviously like the ultimate privilege is the ability to be like, well, none of it matters to me because it doesn't change my life in any way. And it's like, that's where I am. Yeah. I I don't know. No, it does. I mean, the thing is it affects everybody. It's just, it affects some people more certainly, but you know, the biggest effects are local, like your local city council and your, all that kind of stuff. And people have so low of engagement on that kind of stuff. Oh yeah, it's ridiculous. So especially like with like police reform and all like all the stuff yeah. that really hits you, or like local taxes. Like a perfect example is out here in my area. Amazon built a couple of big data like data centers, and it it had been like a agrarian or like horse farms and cattle you know cattle ranches and stuff out here. But Amazon like a decade ago built a maybe it wasn't even quite a decade ago, but they built a. Uh, a new data center and they needed a new power line 
yeah, so yeah. they were going to cut a swath through like all these whatever they are like farms and things to run this power line and so the locals got together and, and petitioned the like the i don't remember what they're called they're like governors or something like this uh in the area to to prevent it like that's as good as it gets that's like local if you want to protect your stuff like that's that's perfect hmm. so like that's they, it's called like save the rural crescent and it's just one person who's just like that's all they do is like put signs out and run this terrible website um it's only I terrible think I saw those signs when I visited. yeah when you yeah when you came I you remember probably would have seen the thinking, signs. I meant to ask you like what is that about yeah uh, so the rural crescent it's like you know it's a crescent basically that goes from my area down to like um like Quantico like Marine Corps Base Quantico and it was chopped up into these 10 acre parcels and you couldn't develop on anything smaller than 10 acres. And then all of these developers came through and they're trying to like, you know, build stuff on it. And so this little community action group got together and said, Hey, you know, we want to stop this because they, they're trying to lobby to change the laws. So I don't, I don't really come down on either side. I think it's generally good, but, but, you know, it's just a perfect example of like local civic engagement, which is, it's a minority. I mean, especially if you like ask people like, Hey, are you working with the save the rural Crescent people? No. Yeah. Oh, well, so, okay. What are your, what's your position on some Supreme court decision? It's like, well, one of these you actually have the, have some impact on. Right. Right. You know, or whatever. So. Yeah. And I mean, I guess it, with any movement or actual like tangible or, singular policy i mean it's not a lot of people no right? it's oh, it yeah. takes a small group of people to actually do it right but then they have to have support of the, some large yeah group. i mean then you need support um but it, but yeah you're right i mean it always is like five or ten people it's a two pizza team as they say at amazon two pizza yeah so you can, it's a team that you can you can feed but two pizzas that's the largest amount that's the largest size like software development team that you typically want is a two pizza team for like a product for example okay. and then once it gets past a certain point obviously it shreds off but the idea is like pizzas four thousand pizzas um <laughs> i don't know how many pizzas how many pizzas is amazon at this point but now the idea is like the smallest you know individual unit of a group i mean if you think about it like a squadron yeah, yeah. or like sorry like a flight like a flight in a squadron, you could, in theory, like for some sizes of flights, you could feed with two pizzas. Yeah, I'm just thinking of like a board meeting or very large pizzas. Um, right. So, off topic. New topic. But uh, I want to I want to read you this Facebook comment. All right. So I. Sounds like you only go on Facebook once a week. Correct. If that. Is that when you like upload the whole thing into your eyes? Straight yep. into your eyes? I have um, like a brain computer interface. Uh, so I, I, I really try to avoid commenting or engaging. I mean. I did comment <laughs> on his terrible ad. It was so <laughs> poorly. Like it was an ad. Okay, look at my hair. It was an ad for bald like uh oh, you know what's funny is i saw your comment you saw my comment and then matt ginzik who's bald liked my comment <laughs> it was uh costanza yeah exactly okay. was, like, the guy in the red has a costanza wig now sorry go ahead uh yeah i guess where they glue glue the hair to your head and like one of the guys looked great it looked i couldn't tell right but it's like I could see that I could see the bird's nest a mile away on uh, yeah. that one dude's head. <laughs> it's actually there's actually a fairly like popular channel on TikTok where it's just a barber showing his work, uh, and it's you know half the clients will show their face, and then the other half right. will wear almost a mask, right? Because they um, yeah. they don't want to be too public about it, and sure. Or they don't want me on TikTok, like from a hundred thousand. Also people. good, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you see, and you're like, man, that it does dramatically change the way this person appears. Like, Some of them look awesome. 
forties um, to like, Oh, you all, you look your age, like you're, yeah, you're only 30. Right. Um, yeah. But I, I don't really understand how often you have to go back and. I have no idea. It's gotta be fairly regularly. Cause the hair just grow. Well, you it doesn't grow. Hair. Well, the hair underneath would grow. The like little hair that would grow. Yeah. And I guess you have to go back and re-glue it or. I mean, my guess is you got to go as frequently as your other hair grows, right? That's, yeah. So, I mean, it's like a month at most. Well, what would be great is if somebody like did it and then like they go into a coma and then their real hair grows super long. <laughs> but, the, but the rug, you know, that didn't change. So they're like, you've been in a coma for for six months and it's just you have full beard and like the long sides and then but your hair the top of your head looks great i think it just <laughs> fall off at that point um <laughs> uh, no so yeah facebook the yeah I, I don't know someone someone posted some random thing and i was feeling kind of froggy and i thought maybe i'll i'm gonna change these people's mind no but honestly it wasn't even that it was so innocuous what i said it was they posted something about, um, you know, no, no, um, you know, the 70 million people who voted Republican haven't right. destroyed any cities yet. Right. right. Um, and I was just like, yo, like, great. Like, that's how it should be, right? Like, right. Like, just like every election before this, you know, people sure. lose, people win, and, um, I mean, that, that that is how the system should work, right? The, uh, isn't that comment trying to say like the the previous? They're trying to allude non to, or non election related riots that were part of the whole George Floyd. Yeah, it's a mixture thing. of that. Like, it's almost. I mean, it's inferring that as if it infers two things that like they're if. if I mean, it's referring to the Democrats had lost, then there would be massive riots in destroyed cities. It's Which, also somewhat referring that, like, we're we're also going, we we lost, but we haven't lost yet. Yeah. And, and we're going to go through. We're not going to destroy cities to 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 get what we want. Right. We're gonna, I guess. Oh, you're saying it's almost conceding the concept that we won't have some violent reaction. Yeah. I mean, in its simplest way, right. For the person that's actually just posting this, it's just, Hey, look, like I understand that Democrats and any left leaning policy or movement is about violence and destroying cities. <laughs> like that is, yeah. I mean, that's literally what Republican candidate. I mean, the way I read it is, the wrong people got elected because we're the nice folks who aren't going to burn things down. Like we don't take direct action as a political yeah. concept seriously. So, yeah, I mean, obviously it's kind of like the holier than thou hundred percent response slash. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Anyway, like, uh, yeah, I'm sure in simplest form, it's, it's kind of that feeling, right? Like, right. Um, we're better than that. Okay. Yeah. But my, my point is like, yeah, like, yeah, no one should be destroying cities, you know? Right. Just like there was in 2016, there was a massive amount. I mean, the popular vote and people, and there was a lot of people equally pissed off or sad or heartbroken or whatever it is. Anything down then. But what happened then was all these people kind of flood into this comment stream of, you know, saying that, that, that that is in fact not true in in that you know 2016 did did result in riots and violence and burning uh, but again I mean the whole idea was it was quote cities destroyed that's what I'm talking about like right. I guess the bar for cities destroyed for me is pretty high um, uh, yeah well I mean I think everybody's starting at a deficit with that type of a comment because it's hyperbolic yeah. on multiple levels, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so what was your comment? Well, I, no, again, all my comment was was just saying like, yeah, like that's good, like, right, 
right, right. You can have peaceful, just like power transition before, right? And right. Um, and so oh, some people, people just kinda, disputing that people, people were jumping to... in and out, like, oh, saying, you know, and again, they're inferring I was, you know, saying, uh, anyway, so then this one guy jumps in and this was his, his comment. It's quote, media uses a lot of subliminal mind control tactics to take, to make the lemmings forget mm. people need to wake up to CIA and Jesuit infiltration mm. of the media Whoa. and things like operation mockingbird and the Mandela effect. Maybe he just honestly forgot all good, but Ryan <laughs> needs to do a bit more homework. <laughs> I'm now I'm going to get hung up on the Jesuit angle. I uh, I mean I was, was like that's a that's a throwback to be like it is. A throwback conspiracy like yeah. 1500s. Yeah, we're really reaching at this point. I, I mean, mean I guess like modern was it's like JFK and Catholic and Right. Uh, but Jesuit, I mean that's some deep stuff. Yeah, I mean, these are deep cuts on the conspiracy train. Huh. I don't know enough about the Jesuit conspiracy. <laughs> I'm going to have to go back and check this one out. <laughs> uh, I guess I mean, they've moved on from the Jews at this point. Well, that's what, you know, it's kind of funny. because It's almost, um, you know, I think this, this individual is uh, probably like an evangelical background. and um, Oh, you went and looked him up? I I, mean, I know who he is. I mean, I went to high school oh. with people, but oh, gotcha. um, <laughs> it's funny because he's like talking about you instead of talking to you. But this guy Ryan, who yeah, I, I mean, to be honest, it, it's not. It sounds just like someone saying it's the Jews, right? Like yeah, totally. it's the well, Jews yeah. controlling the media, and they're just case, picking the different J. Well, it's the Jesuits, like oh, I don't know. Anyway, so I mean, I don't want to be like too extreme about it but it's it's a that's a that's an extreme comment right like there's a lot going on there oh yeah but yeah C i didn't I mean cia I did jesuits i mean i was curious i i mean, kind of just wanted to ask him like home like where, where do you want me to start like right and yeah. see what but yeah i mean all i i, I think be... all i said was just like yeah like thanks guys like been a long time I haven't heard from you like how you guys doing <laughs> you'd like really flip it on them and then i was just like thanks for like sharing your perspective like okay like yeah it's obviously not going to go anywhere but correct i don't know i just facebook interesting is yeah i mean you got an interesting nugget out of it i guess i don't know i don't know what you do with that um nothing i mean this is like talking to flat earthers i mean mandela effect you know it's the shazam <laughs> you know, right yeah but no it's fair i mean it's the, the so this is the problem with these a lot of the conspiracy things sinbad, sinbad was in a, sinbad was in a movie called shazam where he played a genie called shazam <laughs> yeah exactly uh well that's the problem with a lot of these is there's like a nugget of truth in the concept somewhere yeah 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 right but then you once you it's like making a really bad meal it's like okay you should have stopped before you added the ketchup and the, you know, or this is just like not an appropriate, you know, combo. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense at this point. And the other <laughs> thing is like anybody who's been in the government knows that anything approaching a conspiracy would go off the rail so quickly from just uh, sheer size and incompetence. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, mean, I I think the Senate's still doing these hearings about um the UFOs thing. FBI. What FBI? FBI getting into um you know invest investigations or not investigations and uh, into what? Into you know it was like the Trump campaign and oh sure oh you're talking about like the modern I mean they they were like even recently still talking about Clinton's servers and emails like. I mean, like, but is that like goofball comments coming from Ted Cruz or something? But or is he's it like a serious... senator of Texas. Like, uh, fair. It's Still. one of the. It's like. The, I know. One of the main players in terms of state, <laughs> right? Like. I mean, okay, but 
we had a congressman ask if Guam was going to tip over when the Marines came. You know, so you got to take yeah. context here with some of these folks. It's all very yeah, depressing. Um, but well, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't I mean, know either. That's again, that's why I stayed off of it. Not because I really got into the comments much, but largely because I wasn't providing value. Um, I didn't, I wasn't finding yeah. any value out of most of these things, yeah. but I have found though, like one, I, I like to kind of see what's out there. Like what people, even if I think they're kind of, yeah, of course or extreme or, but I will fair. I mean, there's a number of people that post intelligent or just things they find interesting, right? Like whether it's an article right. or something they came across that I still find worthwhile. Yeah. But that's, that's, that's me focused on what I get out of it. And that's different from when I see social media and I'm like how people use it right. and what, what I find kind of troubling. And then, and it's not a, um, which is almost like, voyeuristic. Yeah. I mean, I, I just, it's just like how people engage and use it. And like, uh, you know, no, I get it. I mean, it's I, the thing is at this point, Facebook and the like are so big that they have, they cover all the territory, but it's still only like a tiny subset of people who were really engaged, right? Like yeah, posting yeah, lots yeah. of stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I'm more interested to know like how this private, I mean, Pfizer built this COVID vaccine. Mm-hmm. All and- I know that I just got a, it was a news headline that says the CEO of Pfizer apparently sold off a bunch of stock like right after. Oh, really? And hmm. I mean, obviously he would know about the vaccine, but whatever the, the headline hinted at some shadiness. I mean, there's a lot, it's just, it's very interesting because like there's 60 minutes of this whole piece on the U S yeah. billion dollar development of it, hmm. of something. And then Pfizer was like, we're not taking anybody's money. We're going to do it first and best and, you know, whatever. And then Pence coming out and be like, hey, it's great work with Pfizer. And Pfizer's like, you didn't help us. Like, we didn't have anything to do with me. I don't know this man. (laughs) 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 I don't know this fool or whatever. Um, Yeah. And so then the concept that this private organization has spent a billion and a half. Well, they got to recoup that certainly. And if they didn't use government funds, yeah, then there's really no incentive for them to subsidize. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Especially if we went ahead and spent all our money on our building our own. Right. So are we just going to like stop that and then buy this other one? Who knows? That thing's, that is wild to me, especially when it comes to no kidding vaccine. And then there was a story today about how the polio vaccine like really took off after Elvis promoted it hmm. like with young kids. And I was struck by one of the comments and you think it would take off by people not wanting to one, end up in a I think metal if, chamber. I think if anybody, I think if this year's shown anything, it's that <laughs> that is not a strong enough incentive. Apparently you need a, a strong face to your, well, but it, what's interesting, I think, is that you, I can't think of who you would point at today on the like celebrity or whatever side that would be able to get that kind of like momentum. John Cena, people like him. Fair. John Cena is, I think, universally liked. That's a good point. Oh, yeah. Or on um, The Rock. One of these large former World West Wrestling Federation yeah, people. Yeah. You, it's, it is, again, surprising that that organization would spawn so many, even though it's what's it like the top watch thing on the planet. If I Maybe. recall, it was I like mean, the number, if I remember it's like the number one or number two most watched things yeah, on yeah. television is WWF or E or whatever it is now. Yeah. It's like the modern Greek mythology, right? Fair. Yeah. I mean like the gladiators and the, and the like, but they, the, have, they have stories. I mean, these people are like kind of like godlike figures with these backstories and histories and KFOB, right? Don't they call it what KFOB? That's the name of the like 
fake storyline that they oh for for wrestling yeah oh I, I guess i didn't i don't know that yeah it's it's the whole concept of everybody knows it's fake but everybody's also really pretending so it's like this shared delusion between the audience and the you know wrestlers or whatever and they don't break it right they don't break this yeah it's a key fob or key, uh, key fobs the thing for your car uh, it's the, it's K, K fob, I think it is. Anyway, but yeah, I can't think of. So the the story today was talking about how all these young people were like, well, Elvis wouldn't lead us astray. He wouldn't have any other financial or other incentive <laughs> to do this. And that was apparent. I mean, that, genuinely, that was what this commenter was saying. How young people were interpreting Elvis. Saying, yeah. oh, you should get the vaccine, you know. Um, and I can't think of a person today, maybe Neil deGrasse Tyson. I don't even, probably not even him. But like, I can't think of a person today who'd be like, hey, kids, it's super cool to get the coronavirus vaccine. And everybody's like, well, this guy doesn't have any conflicts of interest or I can't see any <laughs> other reason other than, you know, I can't imagine who that would be who's so above the fray. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess in terms of like a monolithic entertainer, it, it's hard to think. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I just think we we aren't there anymore. Is my point. I mean, maybe, BTS. maybe Michael Jackson when he came out with Thriller. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but that was you know the eighties. Maybe the BTS. Maybe that's who it would be. You know, the Korean super pop. The super band, the K-pop band. Yeah, yeah. You don't know BTS. I know K-pop, but yeah, I don't know who you're talking about individually. There was actually some. Um, it was a story I was listening to, and it was I forget what they called it. Maybe like a happiness factor, and there was this research done into tweets, and it was trying to find something comparable to like a GDP or right, you know, life expectancy and and some number that you could throw at someone and be like, are things better or worse? Um, right. And it was like this happiness factor yeah, I've heard for, of for a country. And I was trying to track wellness like, score, like tweets. And they talked about there'd be these weird fluxes and it took them a while to figure out what was going on, but it had to do with, um, it was like K-pop birthdays. <laughs> nice. Like there's just K-pop these, stuff's huge. It's these crazy. weird surges of just happiness, and it was like they couldn't really figure it out until they got like some translations, and they That's realized it was, just, it was just these K-pop stars. That stuff's no joke, I, and apparently, it's like their number one export now is media, hmm. in terms of you know money monetarily. Yeah. So that's what we do. I mean, it's American. Out, you know we export fun or used to i guess entertainment media mm. so luckily my mask state was only a couple of masks actually i was gonna say it was like i still haven't seen her face it's just been all masks but no worked out it's interesting good man just one mask Well, I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> On that note. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, Still got to invite your friend. Yeah, I talked to him. Um, he's down. Okay. So I'm trying to get him. I think he's going to come out here and visit, actually. Ah. So. But. All right. Well, we'll see you next time. We need a we need like an outgoing song or. Hmm. I'll think about it. Some cool in the gang celebrate. Yeah, <laughs> uh, so hack, but it's almost right. I like the <laughs> fact that the, the Come Town podcast did the the uh, what was it? What was the name of the show? Home Improvement. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they did the home improvement. Or it's like, what? Uh-huh. 
Yeah. Yeah, they did. They had that as their like intro and outro music for a, for a while. Mm-hmm. Very subversive. Just it's all nostalgic. Yeah, maybe it's all K-pop. Right. Well, talk to you later. Adios. Bye. Peace.